0: This episode is sponsored by At Your Gate. Make it easier for your travelers to eat at your restaurants or shop at your stores, all from the comfort of their seats or from wherever they are in the airport. At Your Gate is a traveler solution aimed at bringing the shopping and dining experience directly to your customer. All they need to do is simply download the app, choose what they want for the dining or retail options, pay for it, and then wait for the order, which will be delivered promptly by a member of the At Your Gate team. Your entire airport program has never been more accessible and within a traveler's reach than with At Your Gate. Download the app on the Apple App Store or on Google Play to experience the service for yourself. At Your Gate is now in nine major airports and growing. San Diego, JFK, San Jose, Newark, MSP, LaGuardia, Portland, Boston, and now Ontario. Learn how At Your Gate can bring ease and convenience to your travelers. Just visit atyourgate.com. At Your Gate, don't fly hungry. the Airport Experience News Podcast, and I'm Ramon Lowe, the publisher of AXN, and the host of this pod. You know that song? This is Ones to Watch. And this is episode 79, and here I chat with Jenny Lee of Philadelphia International Airport. I got to meet Jenny for the first time a couple years ago when she came to her first Airport Experience conference, thank you to Jim Terrell. Uh, She wasn't new to the industry, but certainly rather new to her position, and it was a pretty good time to join with all the new food and retail coming online. Anyway, like I said, this is Once to Watch, and here's my conversation with Jenny Lee. I'm here with Jenny Lee, the Airport Property Specialist 3 for the Philadelphia International Airport, and she is the focus of this month's Once to Watch. Jenny, thanks for taking the time to speak with me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So if you weren't aware, and I think we had, uh, had this brief email exchange on the subject, but Once to Watch is kind of like a, a monthly, I guess, recurring series that I do on the podcast focusing on kind of new and emerging or maybe a little known kind of uh, commercial management professionals in our industry. We have a lot of folks that are, you know, known, Jim Terrell is one, as you're probably familiar with, but I want to really focus on the folks that are on that next run, you know, next generations, et cetera. So what I want to do is just kind of get to know a little bit more about you and uh, yeah, get to know you a little more. Excellent. My first question is one pretty standard. I ask everyone this because, again, we are in such a unique in, uh, environment as airports. But what brought you to this industry specifically, airports? It's so unique and and focused. But what brought you into the uh, industry?
1: Um, so I did my major was in tourism and hospitality management with a business minor, and I was. In college, my job, my part-time job was um, I worked for a ground handler, and I did check-ins and I boarded planes, and um, I've had a lot of face-to-face customer experience, and um, my counselor came into our class, and he had told us that he just got back from the airport, and they're looking for interns. So part of our program, in order to graduate, you have to do two internships, and this is my last one, so I thought, this might be good for me because it'll be a good transition i see a lot of things frontline and i wanted to see what goes on behind so i applied and then i went in for an interview but the funny thing is when i went in for the interview it wasn't for properties oh. it was with um, the bilingual receptionist group the bilingual receptionist group is um they the team they work in customs and they provide customer uh passenger assistance and translation that's their primary um, role up there. So anyone who comes in going through immigrations if they don't speak English, they have people up there who speak Spanish, French, Chinese, German, like a whole slew of different languages. And because I speak two other languages, they um, offered me the internship with them. But for yeah. me I didn't feel like I would get what I needed out of it because mm-hmm. again it was frontline work again so I um turned it down but then a couple weeks later I got a call from someone at the airport HR and they told me hey um properties is hiring It was looking for an intern would you be interested in coming in for an interview so I did and then I it was a very intimidating interview because it was with three people It was with Jim Tyrell himself. (laughs) Yeah. And um, Marshall Evans, who is our, he was properties manager at the time and a woman who was airport property specialist three, she since left the airport, but um, yeah. And I didn't know what properties was. I didn't know what they do, but I thought, what the heck, I'll give it a try. And I did, and um, I was told they do a little bit of everything at the airport. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would be a good segue into you know the behind the scenes, seeing how the airport works. But prior to all of this, I didn't think that I would be at an airport work as a as a career option. Yeah,
0: I, I think most people have always say that. You know, they either stumble upon it. Or it's one thing that they just said, you know, I needed something and it was there. And I think this is something—a case maybe that you stumble upon, um, you know, an industry that I'm, I'm sure you probably never thought was what you expected it to be, right? Because it's always that 15—that was it, fifteen, ten percent, or whatever of the iceberg that's just sticking above the surface, and then you get underneath or look maybe behind the scenes, and it's 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 far more complicated, and I'm sure more exciting than you thought. Correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They. And they said that they do a lot of. So when I had asked what pro- what do properties do, the woman, the um, representative from HR, told me, "Well, I can't tell you exactly what they do because they <laughs> do a little bit of everything. But I do know they produce a lot of reports, also." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but no, we don't just produce airports. I mean, uh, reports. Um, yeah. So I, when I started, I dabbled a little bit in, um, construction, um, design and permit reviews with Marshall. And then I moved into space planning with, um, Aaron, who was a property specialist three. And then finally I went into, um, concession management and it's ultimately where I've been since.
0: Well, let's, let's take a step back. Cause you said you were a hospitality major, correct? And 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 you just mentioned you're trilingual. So I mean, where ideally would you have been if not in the airport um in the airport space, if I ask? Um
1: I had thought I wanted to do something in hotels. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even um directly with the airline.
0: Oh so so something that would um I guess where you're uh, trilingualism. I don't even know if that's a word. I'm gonna use it anyway. But if your your trilingualism would come in handy essentially, is that is that what was that the goal?
1: Um, it was just something I enjoyed. I mean it was definitely a plus it's definitely a plus that I do that I'm trilingual, but that wasn't the whole goal. Yeah.
0: And and, and what very... are the and what are the three languages, if I may ask that you speak? Just just for fun.
1: Um I speak Cantonese and some
0: Vietnamese. Oh okay. I speak neither of those, um, but <laughs> it's I, I love just speaking to folks who are just multilingual and can you know and, and can find a use for it. Hopefully, my children can grow up uh, multilingual, and I'm I'm going to work hard for that. But anyway, you're at the airport now. Um, you've obviously peeled back the layers, and you realize, oh my gosh, there's there's more to this space than I guess what you might have seen as a passenger. So um, I believe you you worked in the in baggage handling first, right? It was that a, a company ground handling.
1: Um, it was a ground handler, but I did check-ins. Like, I um, I, I was their first point of contact when they came mm-hmm. into the airport. And then probably their last before they got on the plane, too, because I also bo- um, did boarding.
0: And so then you transitioned to uh, Airport Property Specialist 3. So what was... What could you say that you've learned from this space at this moment? You know, from seeing um, in your several years in this position, like I guess maybe how these, the industry has evolved or maybe opened your eyes to um, many more things than you might have expected, and maybe where your hospitality background or degree might have come into play. How it's
1: changed or how it's similar?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've, it's funny because like there is a person who I interviewed for this series. Um, her name is Kylie Swung. She she's with Las Vegas McCarran. Similar um, story as you, to you, right? She uh, went to UNLV. She was in the hospitality program, came to the airport as an intern, didn't know this would turn into anything, and all of a sudden she fell in love with it. And during the course of her internship at the airport, um, right on the cusp of her, I guess, converting it into a full-time job, she saw, wow, this is so much more than I expected. And she saw the, I guess, she was able to see the direct application of her hospitality background to the space. Because again, I I think what you and I spoke about, we don't really see, I guess, hospitality, at least least in the traditional sense, being applied to the airport space until you are in the airport space. So I was wondering like maybe what you've seen in your time, if it was interning or as um, airports property specialist, Um, what you've seen with the restaurants and retail and et cetera, that's been coming online there that has, I guess, pulled into some of the things that you've learned with your hospitality degree.
1: Well, I've learned that the airport's like a city of their own and we want them to keep coming through this airport and flying through this airport. And part of that is making it comfortable for them. Um, We bring in a lot of local restaurants in here because a lot of, um about i think 33 percent of our passengers are transferred so a lot of times they don't get to leave the airport and go explore the city so we try to bring in options where they might find in the city in the airport so we just got but in maryland's um they're a local restaurant brand that's pretty popular in the city and then of course we have our cheesesteaks yes and you can get them in several <laughs> restaurants but um the more popular ones that people probably would go to in the city would be like Geno's or Tony Luke's, And then we have Jim's cheesesteaks here, too, now. So um, they get a little taste of Philly. And then we have the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory, too, in Terminal F. So there's like a little bit of everything so they can get a taste of what Philly would be like if they were able to leave the airport.
0: We'll return to the interview in just a few moments. At Your Gate is the in-airport order and delivery app for passengers, flight crews, and airport employees. All they need to do is to download the app, browse, order, and pay, and then sit back and relax while someone from the At Your Gate team delivers the order. It's that easy. Don't your customers deserve such convenience? Of course they do. Find out how to bring At Your Gate to your airport and to your travelers. Go to atyourgate.com now. At Your Gate, don't fly hungry. And now, back to the episode. No, oh, that's excellent. And, uh, now that Bud Maryland's open and definitely want to go back and try Geno's. I guess I now have a reason to go back and fly through, uh, or at least go to Philadelphia other than the site. Uh, it's funny cause I was there, la- not this past summer, the previous summer and took my kids. It, it was a phenomenal time and basically stuffed my face with cheese sticks. but that's what you do in Philadelphia. So anyway, enough about my problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, so during your time again, uh, With the airport, what do you consider a moment of learning where you have come out on the other side uh, a much better person or maybe even a professional? I'm sure there are many obstacles that you've had to overcome or maybe a lot of challenging tasks that you've had to undertake that you said, you know what, I now know how to do this or I am a better person because of this.
1: There's a lot, but probably the major one would be the advertising contract. And how I came upon that one was um, during a performance review meeting with Jim Tyrell, he had asked me, is there anything else that you would like to do? And I remember talking to Deirdre McDermott. She's our air services manager. And she was handling that contract at the time. And I remember her saying she was really busy and um, she would love to show someone else how to how this contract works you know
0: Mm
1: -hmm. at like a second and I brought that up to him and I said I would really be interested in you know learning more about advertising in the airport so he was like okay done and um, Beardra did what she could to get me ready but it was really like a crash course you learn as you go and of then course. soon after, yeah, and soon after their contract ended and we had to do an RFP. And um, that's a beast of its own. <laughs> and we wanted to make a few yeah. changes, <laughs> right? So as you know, like technology changes all the time. And we know that a lot of the advertising becoming a little less traditional. Um, so we wanted to do less static, less Mm -hmm. dioramas, things like that, and more high-tech, more digital um, advertising mediums. Um, In fact, actually, I think our airport in the BC Connector, we have these columns that have video monitors on them, and Clear Channel is using that image for a lot of their um, marketing, so that's in Philly if you ever wonder where that is in their um, marketing material. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we just wanted to add more digital and more um, experiences for our passengers. Like, for example, we have this area where it has comfortable chairs and they were able to sit down and download their shows and movies and it's um, done by Xfinity.
0: So my next question for you, and this is one of the things I love asking, but you have to have had or maybe you will have a favorite moment experience during your tenure there. It's got to be fun, right? Because it can't always just be work. Whether it's the Bud Maryland's opening or you know some launch of a new initiative, but can you please share just a favorite moment experience during your time at the airport?
1: Does that have to be at the airport or airport related?
0: Uh, at at the airport, or it could be April. Let's let's open it up. Either one, it's fun.
1: Okay, so one of my favorite airport-related things was um, attending the ARN or AXN conference for the first time in New Orleans. Okay, I cool. went in, um, didn't know what to expect, and I, I learned a lot from those um, sessions, and I met a lot of people, and I found that the airport community is actually very small, and people are very welcoming.
0: Yeah, I, I, and that, I'm i glad you mentioned that because my next, it actually almost leads into the, my next question about mentors, but let me just ask you, like, so what are your thoughts on the industry? I mean, you just mentioned it, we're a large community, but a very small, intimate one. And I always tell people who are relatively, I'm not saying you're new, but people who are relatively new to the space that um, people are surprisingly very giving with their time if they have it and giving of their knowledge, um, again. Provided they have the time to do so. Uh, do you are you finding that same kind of like a uh, I guess experience? Yeah,
1: yeah I am. Um, actually, I always try. We get uh, surveys from other airports all the time, and it could be on any topic. Like one one uh, survey we got was about the ATMs, how we mm-hmm. charge, or um, even simple things like shoe shines if we still have them. Or advertising, and I try to carve out some time when I get those emails to respond, and then they share their information. And I think that's a really good way um, for everyone to learn about each other.
0: Yeah. So you know what? I, I, I lied. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back a little bit because I don't want Jim to be upset with me. I, I'd love for you to share a favorite moment of yours at Philadelphia International Airport. Something I don't know memorable. Like
1: one <laughs> moment, but I do really. <laughs> um. I don't know if there's one favorite, but the, I do really enjoy seeing a store or a restaurant open in general, and I always try to make it a point to go and try these places at least once. Mm-hmm. Outside of work, I always, I'm always on a hunt for new restaurants opening and trying new foods. So I bring that into my work here, and I, I, lo- I love it when it opens, when new things open up.
0: Yeah, I, I love that there's a lot more local, a lot more, I guess, representation of Philly in, in PHL. Let's just say that. As I mentioned earlier, let's, let's go to the next question about mentors. Um, whether we find them or they find us, um, they have an impact on who we are. So I'd love for you to share, it doesn't have to be one person, because again, we are usually a collection of so many people, right? So I'd love for you to share who some of your mentors were and how they impacted you.
1: Um, I've said this, uh, must be like a hundred times to everyone who's asked me this, but mm. I've been really lucky in that area. Everyone that, um, I've come in contact to that's have, that's have a lot of experience in, um, airports have been really good to me, but, um, this was kind of natural, but at the same time, I also report directly to her, Robin Gibson she's Mm -hmm. over the years she's just been super helpful and she's mentored me a lot she's pushed me to do things that i thought i couldn't do and just over the years she's really shown me the ropes and she's so well connected she's part of aci and wts and she's Mm -hmm. very resourceful like she knows everybody i feel like but she's been really great
0: so my next couple questions Jenny is I I, so I want to make it fun now right talk personally okay. about you uh, we've spoken enough about work uh, so we spend a lot of time at work right so we can't possibly right. be there 100% but the time that we are offline and kind of relaxing, and whatever you must have a favorite pastime something that allows you to kind of disconnect and unplug uh, every now and then but just please share what your favorite pastime is.
1: I tried to travel and do one big trip at least like once a year
0: uh-huh, like, nice. a lot
1: of people say that but I really enjoy going and doing the research and I like looking for the hole in the wall play type places that most people might be like I don't know if I would go eat there but I would <laughs> like as long as I'm not allergic to it I would and I don't know if that comes from just growing up in a restaurant in the restaurant business for I think my dad had it for 13 years. So mm-hmm. I like, grew up in a restaurant business. Food was always a part of my life. So, But saying all that I, doesn't mean I'm a good cook at all. <laughs> I just like the eating part. But uh, yeah, that's that's my
0: passion. That's your passion. So you had been, I, I didn't realize you were in the restaurant. Was being in the restaurant business kind of like um, what wanted you, What why you wanted to get into hospitality?
1: I didn't think of that at the time, but I, but yeah, I think so. Um, From a very young age, my dad's always, you know, worked in the restaurant business. And then when I was about five, he just decided, Hey, we're going to move to this town and we're going to open up (laughs) a restaurant. So um, yeah, I didn't know what a normal um, kid did on their pastime, but I, I was setting tables. (laughs) It was a family business, and uh, we were one of two or three Chinese restaurants in the town mm-hmm. and there wasn 't a lot of choices and types of cuisines, so he kind of expanded his menu and he included Korean and Mongolian food too
0: okay well, that 's great um, so the The other question I have for you that 's kind of personal keep it fun. Little known fact that people might not know about you. You said you love to travel, you are trilingual, but what's another little known fact that I guess um, would surprise some people? Well,
1: exactly what I just told you. No one knew I grew up
0: in a restaurant. Ah, it kind of reveals itself there. <laughs> well, so, so being in a restaurant, in the restaurant business is something that kind of, I guess, in the background. So you can have an appreciation for when you see our new restaurant at the airport open up or seeing the machinations behind, you know, in the back of the house, as they're kind of bustling, food you know, back and forth, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, let me go back because you said you love to travel, but um, favorite place that you've been to?
1: Um, right now I would probably say Thailand.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, my sister's going there soon too. And and what's a place that you would like to go to that you haven't been to?
1: Um. Oh
0: yeah we should narrow it down to like maybe the Western Hemisphere and the you know that kind of thing I guess that that'll help out,
1: oh gosh um, I think next I would probably like to do um South America no, I know it's like a whole continent, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just yeah i i don't I can't pick just one.
0: All right. So, you know what? Let's just do all South America. We'll give you two weeks and you can kind of report back and let us know it Oh my gosh. I wish well, it were
1: that easy.
0: Brush up on your Spanish and your, and your Portuguese, but no, that's great. That's fine. Um, so Jenny, before we leave, uh, my last question for you, again, just going back to the, the work in the industry and how you found your way to this wonderful industry of ours. If you could go back and if you knew then what you know now, let's say and you can go back and tell your younger self hey it's going to be fine. Would you recommend this industry to people? And the reason I asked that is because um there is something called like the the I think they call the silver wave, right? We have a lot of folks there of age are now retiring and we have the next generation coming up. And it seems like there is not a there's not much of um an education or maybe awareness that there are these t- kinds of opportunities at the airport un- and unless uh, the airport itself kind of goes and does the outreach. And it seems that people always say, or people's, um, I guess, awareness of a job in an airport is attributed to an airline. Oh, you must work for Southwest or American, yeah. et cetera. Right. So how would you recommend this industry to people? Um, if let's say you were that person you were recommending this, this, this industry to.
1: I would tell them to do it because, it, um, and I could be biased, but I would say properties <laughs> where you would want to start if you want to get your feet wet because um we do a little bit of everything we're we're involved in so much we, so if you wanted to like branch off from here i feel like it would be the best place to do it
0: excellent well jenny that's all i have and again i want to um we're recording this obviously right before thanksgiving so i want to wish you a happy holidays hopefully you can stay warm up there in philadelphia it's very warm down here in south florida and uh thanks for taking time to speak with
1: me <laughs> thank you happy holidays Oh,